How's it going, everybody? You are listening to the Eastminster Young Adults Podcast, a place where you can learn more about what it means to be a young adult Christian in times like these. You know, studies show that two of every three young adults have a challenging time finding Christian community. Eastminster Presbyterian Church seeks to create a community where you can be known, loved, and challenged without the fear of facing judgment. In doing so, we believe that the world will be a better place. So thanks for listening to the podcast. How's it going, everybody? This is Pastor Joe, and this is Season 2 of the Eastminster Young Adults Podcast. And on today's episode, you're going to meet Cameron Rhodes, one of our young adults. He's going to briefly introduce himself and just give a chance for you to get to know him. And then I'm going to do the first introductory lesson on the theme for Season 2, which is habits. How do we make habits? How do we maintain habits? And what does that mean about our spiritual life? So we'll just kind of crack open the conversation with an intro today. And then I'll provide just a couple of announcements about two groups that we're going to be starting in September of 2020. So make sure that you listen all the way to the end so you can get some information on that. So thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, my name is Cameron Rhodes and I'm part of the Eastminster Young Adult crowd. I was married in 2019 to my lovely wife, Emily, who is a kindergarten teacher and actually work um, in the Wichita School District as well. And I'm a school social worker at Caldwell Elementary School. Um, One of my hobbies, I officiate uh, football, um, varsity, JV, middle school. I've done it for the last seven or eight years. I just love the game of football and decided to give back because I played in high school. Um, So Pastor Joe gave me a question uh, to answer so you guys can get to know me a little bit better. And uh, here's the question. What lesson have you learned this year that has caused you to grow and improve? So Emily and I actually just got a, uh, an adorable beagle puppy named Bailey, and it's caused us to um, kind of think about how we communicate with one another. And I, based on the frustrations that we've had, um, trying to raise Bailey and using our different personality styles, I think uh, has forced me to um, kind of starting to start to over communicate things um, rather than under communicate things because that just lets us um, <laughs> things just go way better when, when we do that um, just so we both know what we're thinking and both know um, what our intentions are when we are raising Bailey. So thanks for hearing me out. Um, if you guys have any interest in being the next young adult to answer the question on the podcast, email Pastor Joe at J Skillen, that's J S K I L L E N at Eastminster.org. All right, so for season two, we're going to launch out in this conversation about habit forming. And uh, I think that we need to do that because habit forming and maintenance, habit maintenance, is one of the most vital skills to learn in the young adult years. I don't know about you, but when I discovered this. Once I was on my own, those lived-in limits from our family system are gone and like they're down. And because of that, our life becomes like a wide open field with no fences. And if we're not careful, life can get away from us. And this is now the time of life where we get to make our own schedules, our own purchases, our own decisions about our future and our time and so on and so forth. I don't know about you, but it, it, it dawned upon me in my young adult years 
just how much was provided for me when I lived at home. And so when I moved out of the house, went to college, started a job, whatever, it just dawned upon me there was so much more that I needed to handle and to manage that my parents just managed for me. And so unless we get on top of it in our young adult years, there will be some some seismic effects uh, for our life, for the rest of our life, because we didn't get on top of some of the vital things that we needed to take care of ourselves in those young adult years. So it, all that to say, it is vital that we don't set our life on autopilot, but we take a more deliberate handling of what's going on in our life. So habit forming and maintaining is hard. I mean, this is this is the hardest of life because it is rewiring stuff that we used to have on autopilot. It's actually giving a care of what's going on in our life. I think it was Socrates who said, the unexamined life is not worth living. But once we start examining stuff, uh, we have to. it begins to dawn upon us, we got a lot of work to do for our lives. I think it was Richard Rohr who said that the, before the truth sets us free, uh, it makes us miserable. And I think this the first step in, in habits and trying to discern what our habits are and what we should try to change is that we want freedom and habits do lead us to a place of freedom. And it's it's quite drastic, the freedom that we can have, but it does make us miserable at first because it just dawns upon us how much work it does take to actually make some subtle changes in our life. So habit forming and maintenance is not for wimps. This is the hard stuff. And you'll notice this in your friends groups. Those who are trying to take hold of their life, they're making some, trying to make drastic changes and it is an uphill battle each and every time. And you'll notice this in your friends group. You'll notice this if you start making some changes, people will start trying to talk you out of it because they don't want to make some changes. They like you just the way that you are. If you change and do stuff, all of a sudden it begins to dawn upon them. They might have to make some changes as well. So there's social pressure. There's internal pressure. This is not for the faint of heart, but it is but it is important for us if we want to go to those greater depths of freedom. We all need to do it, and we know it. And so I think what happens is, is we don't know where to start. So this season, what I'm going to try to do, I don't know how many episodes we're going to have, maybe upwards of 9 or 10. I'm going to provide as much as I can from some of the resources that I've been gathering over the past few years. I think this has been the spirit of the age. There's something in the air that's trying to help all of us make subtle changes in our life that have lasting and profound compounding effects. And so I'm going to take some resources that I've found to be more plausible, more believable, more useful than maybe some others. And I'm just going to like try to lay it all out during this season so that if we can apply some of these things, we'll see some changes in our life. But where, where we need to start is simply this. What is a habit good for? Um, and so I labeled this the, this episode of the season is lagging indicators. And I actually take this from James Clear. He's got a great book called Atomic Habits. Highly recommend. YouTube him. Look him up. I'm going to be mentioning him from time to time during the season. But he, I think he ha- makes a great point in his book. He says, results are lagging indicators of our habits. Okay? Because we tend to only look at the results of what's going on right now. And saying, okay, I'm, I must be doing okay because the results are mediocre to average to, you know, maybe better than last year. But our, our, our results that we measure today are a lagging indicator of the habits that we employed earlier, like maybe even a month ago or two months ago or six months ago or three years ago. There's like fruit happening because of some choices and some new habits that we employed earlier in life. 
Um, he says, when we employ a habit, results end up down the road. So our our body image, whatever it is right now, it is a lagging indicator of our diet and exercise habits from prior years. Our financial freedom or our financial strain, that's a lagging indicator of some habits that we've employed earlier in life. Our productivity, whether we feel like we're getting enough done or not enough done, is a lagging indicator of the habits that we started forming you know, months, years ago. So Clear, James Clear, recommends that we look at our current trajectory, not just our current results. And he has this great example. He said this, imagine a plane that is leaving LAX and is headed toward New York City. If that flight trajectory is off just one degree from the path that it needs to take, by the time it gets to the East Coast of the United States, it will actually end up in Washington, D.C., and not at LaGuardia in New York City. So just one degree of trajectory, being off just one degree, will change its outcome drastically. Um, if we're only a results-driven person in this metaphor, we will miss this uh, needed correction and change. Because we would just say, hey, we're, we're in the air, and we're safe, and we're flying, so that's got to be good enough. But if we actually dial into the trajectory, we would recognize that we're off a bit, that we need to make some course tr uh, changes so that we can get back on the right trajectory. And so I, it's important for us to think not just about how are things going right now? Am I doing better than some of my peers? But it's to take a look at our trajectory, not just our results, okay? And, and I think this is good because we tend to have uh, self-shame and self-condemnation if we're like maybe looking at some results and uh, we wanna, we don't like how things are going. We might think, well, I'm never going to get better, and so I don't need to put all this hard work into trying to make new habits because it's just not going to work. And so what I want to say is let's start with trajectory. We can make a trajectory change now because it will be a lagging indicator of some results down the road. Okay, And I think I want to just focus on, as we close our time, in Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5, it talks about trajectory. Uh, this is what prophet says, if you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? If you stumble in safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan? And this is basically what's saying. We need to change our trajectory now so that we might have a higher probability of performance, results, outcome down the road. Uh, the prophet's saying, you know, if you're being worn out by kind of the elementary effort needed what are you going to do when there's some time when there's like a chance down the road that you're going to have a stiffer competition and i think that we need to keep that in mind particularly when it comes to practicing and being disciplined in the christian faith um, how we prepare how, how, how do we prepare for an array of possibilities ahead is that we work on our trajectory now like we can't patch up our prayer life down the road um, we can't patch up patience and our, our, you know, the the chance for us to ex exercise and display patience later if we don't practice it now. Um, and so, the, the, I guess the governing question that I want to have for today, just in this introductory conversation, is what can we clean up today? I want to I want us to think about one area of life that we would like to change our trajectory in, so that we can have that a little more deeper and stronger and wiser in that area of our life in the days to come so that we don't have an insurmountable task of trying to clean something up later when we know that we could have changed our trajectory earlier in life. So habits, 
are the thing that we need to change because results are just a lagging indicator of the things that we tried to employ earlier in life. So I want us to think about that. What is one area of life that when you think about it, you're like, man, I should be farther along in this area of my life than I am now. That's results, okay? And that's okay. We're just checking in. We're, we're examining. But maybe we can change some habits so that as we look six months down the road, when you're down the road and look back, you say, okay, my results are different because I changed and employed some different habits six months or a year ago. So I just want us to think about it. So I want to leave it there for now, but in the next several episodes, I'm going to give just some more teaching around habit forming and maintenance. And hopefully you and I take a deep look into what are some changes that we like to make in the season and what habits can we use in order to do so. So thanks for hearing me out. All right, everyone, this is Pastor Joe with a quick update on the group that we're trying to start, the Enneagram study. If you remember, we were trying to start it in August, but because of the continual mitigation of COVID-19, we decided to push it to September. So it'll still be on Monday nights. It'll start September the 14th at 7 o'clock to 8.30 here at the church. So if you'd like to join us, just plan on joining that night. Uh, there's a book involved, The Road Back to You. I think Amazon sells it for $15. So you can go out and get it on your own. Or if you need a copy, just let me know and I can order some copies and have one ready for you. But we'll just uh, meet every Monday as long as we can, as long as there's not a conflict. And we'll work our way through the book and through all nine types of the Enneagram. What you got to get from this study is just a general idea of who you are and what it means to be in security, what it means uh, to be under stress and how to grow in your walk with God because of how you're uniquely made. So it's going to be a great time to learn about yourself and to get to know others. And so I encourage you to send me an email, jskillen at eastminster.org, so you can get on the list. All right, thanks. Hi, Eastminster Young Adults. My name is Wendy Stevens, and I'm offering a grow group this fall at 9.30 on Sunday mornings with my husband, Jason, and I hope that you'll join us as we talk about relationships. We want to make sure that we are talking about a subject that all young adults have questions about, and we found that relationships is the one area we all have in common. We want to build a relationship with our friends, with our families, but we're also always looking for that person who is going to complete us. God has a plan for every stage in our life. But when we're single, is that really our purpose? We're going to be talking about these subjects, and I'm really looking forward to sharing with you the things that I've learned during this time that we've been apart. I hope that you'll join us on Sunday mornings. We're moving into room C15, and together we'll explore the topics that have to do with a relationship in your life, and with the ones that are yet to come. See you soon.